Grimes. Really got the old man Grimes at the moment. Like everything, yeah. Like what did you do to your back anyway? Ah, uh, just between you and me, uh, rolled over in bed and, and started screaming. <laughs> just, I did something in the middle of the night where I just rolled over and then something twinged in my back and I started going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> After our rip-roaring success that was episode 6, Ladies Night, can only go... You couldn't call it Ladies Night, man. <laughs> it was called Ladies Night inside... Uh, I think the actual title on YouTube was Ladies Night, was it? I think so, in the thumbnail, right? The thumbnail originally was, but then for some reason YouTube didn't like it. YouTube went the old yellow dollar sign. If you see anything with a yellow dollar sign, well, you're not going to see it. You won't see it. Yeah, yeah, Green yeah. dollar sign is the one you want. Yeah, yellow dollar sign means... Basically, no ads. Something's inappropriate. Yeah. Well, could you think of me saying something inappropriate? Whereas all your other stuff is fine, so, apparently. Yeah, exactly. It was that actually, one talking about women's rugby. We were talking about women's rugby. We are trying to lift up the game, but apparently... Um, inappropriate. The people at Google and YouTube are wild sexist. So that's another yellow... Um, we probably shouldn't be talking about this <laughs> in like the first 30 seconds of the video, should we? We'll get into it. But there was a lot of rugby over there. There has been a fair bit of rugby. Uh-huh. The Rugby World Cup continues. It does. It's a bit of a weird state of affairs because you're used to the Rugby World Cup being with the men's bang, bang, bang. Every day you got rugby. This yeah. is, you've got a weekend and then you've got your full week's rest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I kind of miss that. I kind of miss when like, oh, on Thursday, it's going to be Namibia versus Croatia. Right. Not that those teams ever play in the World Cup. But, you yeah, know, I like know two random teams, teams that you might not normally watch. Yeah, teams you might not know. Well, it is a bit like that because these are teams I might not normally watch. That's true. Um, but playing in the biggest game in their lives. That's true. That's what the cool thing but is. But also, right now, you're looking at your weekend going, I may not have time for six I, hours of full-on I rugby, so catch... I'm going to pick one or two to watch. Whereas if it's... One or two games a day, you can, I don't know, you can find more time in the day to yes, watch it. Yes, and my, my rugby schedule got completely shabozzled this weekend. Shabozzled is a word. Okay. It was very inconvenient and very um, inconsiderate of my ex-wife. You know what she did? Oh, she had a baby. She had a baby. Congratulations. The bub and the mum healthy? The bub and the mum are healthy. It's not my child, by the way. Somebody else's. I uh, met the guy. He was nice. He was lovely. Yeah. You should have him on the podcast. He seemed like a great guy. Does it? I I think he watches rugby uh, a little bit, but he's an English guy. He's, like he's an a, English guy. He's like a, a fanatical Spurs fan. Okay. Yeah. So Maybe we won't have him on the podcast then. I I don't have much to say about Spurs. Uh, the captain of the Spurs is also the captain of England. What's his Harry name? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. I watch sports. Maybe we should change this to a football podcast. Let's get more views than uh, than last week. <laughs> last week. Last week yeah. tanked. Just so you know, like. Uh, no, this isn't the world's biggest podcast for any stretch of imagination, no. but we usually get around six and a half thousand views, you know, relatively easily, like, you know, and that's fine. There's a core cool audience. Yeah, that's nice. Um, but last week with the thumbnail and with the title being all about women and having women's rugby players on the thumbnail, we were, I sadly got to just over 600, 600. So those 600 viewers, we appreciate your Champions. time. I'm giving you thumbs up for those of you listening on Spotify yeah. or... Google Podcasts or iHeartRadio. Yes, absolutely. And also, uh, I'm trying to name one that you didn't name. Stitcher. I, I appreciate Apple. the Apple. Yeah, Spot. You already said Spotify. But also, if you're coming back and you didn't watch the episode, it's okay. Don't don't sweat. Don't worry about it. it. I thought it was a good podcast. Though. It was. I thought the we banter had, was good. That was good banter. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh. But there was more rugby on. There was. I didn't see all of the games in full. I certainly went back and watched all the highlights. Um, the the one 
that had the main billing was obviously France and mm. England. Yeah. Now that's an interesting one because I watched that one as a neutral, maybe with unrealistic expectations of yeah. the game because these are the two big powerhouse teams. And sometimes you find that like there's been numerous men's World Cup finals which have been like trialless kind of arm yes. wrestles. This game was it was an arm wrestle, but I had a wee look after I watched the game thinking I wasn't that fussed. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. the reaction was generally pretty good by like the English and French fans. Like they loved it. They loved the intensity of it. I guess so. But as a neutral, as a neutral, it wasn't the easiest watch. No, it was. It was a bit tough. And I think I was. I watched uh, your man's live stream through it, and you you got a little bit drunk. I, I, I got I got on the drink <laughs> during that one. He got towards, out towards the second he, half. Yeah, he got out some <laughs> strange exotic Chinese. I lubricated the uh, <laughs> the experience. This asshole. I oh, know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was fun doing that. And I also find that, I've got to be honest, like, I enjoy people wa- watching people's live streams. But I oftentimes sit there going, I'm going to make a really great comment and make a comment. And then I look down and I look up and go, oh, yeah, the rugby. You know? <laughs> yeah. I kind of forget about the rugby sometimes. So maybe my full attention yeah. will completely where it needed to be. But it was, yeah, yeah, and that's easy for me. Um, but in terms of the game itself, yeah, it didn't feel like a, a wonderful spectacle. Just like a felt a lot like a hard Northern Hemisphere rugby mm. game. Mm. You know, where two teams were wanting to go at it, wanting to win, mm. but nothing potentially spectacular happened. But just the fact that it was the French, mm. you were like, oh, something, something, something could, could happen. happen. And then they yeah. did pull something out of nowhere. Like they'd been not at the races apart from... A massive defensive shift. They scored a try, like basically one shot, yeah. one kill kind of play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. But what's the, sh- what's your opinion on what's the name of the number ten, the first five for the French? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot here, aren't I? Yes, I can picture her face. It's there's got a, a picture Jean of her in face. It. There's a Jean in it. Yeah. And that's the name Bourgeon? right there. Bourgeon. Drua. Drua. Uh, yeah, there's no genre nice. in it at all. She seems to be a bit of a Clay Cooper to me. Yeah, yeah she's she's rocks a bit, diamonds. She's yeah? a bit all over the shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's all over the place, and uh, but you know, like that was top billing. We can talk a little bit more about it. To but be then, fair, they did lose their their nine Sun Suisse. The yeah, right. like she's just she's. Different. I don't know. It'd be like us losing Peak Smith back in. You know, I know he's still good, but yeah, he's she's just and he's she's usually the one who drives the ship basically. She just does magic. She pulls rabbits out of hats. So right, that's okay. just what she does. So they lost her pretty early, which obviously didn't help their cause. But mm. so that was top billing. But the other game in that pool was bottom billing for the tournament for this weekend, which was really South Africa versus Fiji. And that was the game of the round. Best game of the round. Absolutely. I don't write notes, but no, you know, I said to myself, I said, uh, like, I said, if I did write notes, I thought this to myself, I would write beautiful rugby chaos. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I felt like. That's it felt, what it was. I don't know, have you ever played squash? I have, badly. Yeah, but we, even when you play badly... It's still fun, eh? It's still it's fun. It's a crazy game. I'm not saying it was a bad game of squash. What I'm trying <laughs> to say is, even when you're bad at squash, you find someone that you play against uh, that is at the same level as you, and you have these incredibly long rallies yeah. that are just full of dog shit. <laughs> but, like, they're wildly entertaining, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. really, really fun. But, like, these two are obviously not dog shit teams or anything, but they're not the most... Uh, don't have the highest ability out of all the teams. In well, the that was World Fiji's Cup. first ever Rugby World Cup win. Obviously, they're only you know, second time yeah. playing, but yeah. And they play, and they, and there was a lot of good rugby out there. There really was, and it just it kept on going. They had a cliffhanger finish. They had a cliffhanger finish. I remember even the first half before the cliffhanger finish, and it was seven. There was the Fijians were seven points up, 
And I was just like, how is there not more tries in this yeah, game? Yeah, there was yeah. just so much rugby there. I looked happened. at the stats because you know I love my stats. The, 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 ta- the tackling percentages in that game were yeah. pretty low. It felt like tackling, definitely tackling. a game where more tries but were on the, the cards. And then with the French England game, the tackling percentage would have been right out there. It was there. pretty high. But what yeah. game would you rather watch? You know? Exactly. And the irritating thing about that whole day, though, is can we stop doing this at Rugby World Cup 2021 or 2022 or. 2026, I don't know what year we're in. Can we stop saying that we have a sellout? And then you turn up. Did they say that? They said there was oh, no yeah, sell- sellout. We looked online, there were genuinely no tickets left. There were so many tickets. Like, there was yeah. so much space. I guess that's the thing with the three games. Is it possible, like, you know, you get a third, a third, a third? The banks weren't even full for the. Yeah, I know. For the, the New Zealand I game. think a lot of them are the, honestly the corporates. Shit on me three times. Like three times. No, not three times. Two times. Shit on me twice. Shit on me three times. It's the same thing. They, I was like, I'm happy to go along. We talked about going. We talked about going. And then like, oh, you said we should go this weekend. I was like, oh, there's no more tickets left. <laughs> this was a week out from the game. The one game where they say sell out and I'll be like, heard that before. And I go, <laughs> oh, they'll be like, no, nah, no. Chock a block in there. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you just rocked up. Let Surely. me, let me in. Like... All that bank space. Quite a cool little stadium to, yeah. to watch rugby a bit. Yeah. I've never watched a game of rugby there. My son plays there. That's All his right. local club. He's played on that field. Oh, la-dee-da. La-dee-da. Oh, good old Garrett. They got smashed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I reckon we should make a podcast just purely about your son's rugby team. Just talk about who's been traded in, what the players are doing, where they yeah. need to work on, what their strengths are. He's playing what. tackle next year, so that could be quite interesting. I'm jumping all over the show like we a fart in a bottle at the moment. But I just want to, while we were on the um, Fiji and South Africans, mm. number three for um, Fiji, is it Sar- Sarita? Sarita? Sarita or something? Absolute Big monster. Of unit. Towering unit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, giant. Uh, incredible incredible game because you know when you play at age group level there'd always be a guy on the other team who was just a freak and you'd be like okay don't worry about him yeah he'll be good for one two scrums yeah. and one carry and, be then, and then he'll be absolutely pooped and rather um foolish of me i kind of thought that about her i was oh, like no. she might have two scrums and then they'll wheel her off after 15 minutes <laughs> And, but she was everywhere. She kept going. She kept on going. <laughs> and like for all the French, no, the Fiji and flair and all that sort of stuff, one of their go-to plays was like, chuck it to the big girl and let her take it up. Yeah, you know, just, and she just had like, she just had South Africans who aren't small ladies no, themselves. That's right. that's right. Just crawling all over her as she yeah. just kept on going. Yeah. Like. That was almost like age group stuff at times. Just watching yeah. that one big kid. <laughs> just <laughs> smashes everybody else. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. I saw an interview with her afterwards and she was a darling. Really? Like, yeah, like beautiful, big, big smile and stuff. Nice. And they that. said, what do you think your strengths are? What do you bring to the game? She was like, uh, my size, <laughs> like, you know, like she sounded like an Australian. But, great, great yeah. um, investigative journalism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really well thought. Exactly. Well thought out questions. Yeah. Uh, the Black Ferns had a big win. I mean, kind of as expected, they yeah. were always going to beat Wales. They beat them pretty comfortably. Although we did concede a couple of more tries, which when I look at the Black Ferns as the era, I think maybe that's. Well, well it seems we'll target. A lot of great things to talk about with the Black Ferns in terms of their performance. Mm. But the big concerning factor was they got absolutely demolished by that Welsh scrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely ripped apart. And yeah. I looked at our front row and I thought, well, there's some towering units Pretty in there. Pretty useful, yeah. Useful <laughs> yeah. looking front row. 
and they were just getting absolutely ringed, yeah. you know. And you know, I thought Mike Cron would have them in pretty good shape for the for those sort of encounters. But they when they changed the front rows, it kind of uh, solidified Came a little bit. bit. Yeah. But yeah, that was a little bit worrying because mm. when you could think about the likes of an England or someone on the cards. Because Wales is um, Scotland last week that was had relative parity. Yeah, 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 I can't yeah, remember yeah. either team being wildly more powerful than the mm. other. I seem to remember Wales being pretty good at set-piece time from when I've watched them in the Women's Six Nations. Yeah. Like, it's not an area that they tended to get beaten whenever they, you know, pretty comfortably by, by France or um, or England. But I, I don't remember them ever having a bad scrum. But, yeah, that was concerning from a New Zealand point of view. But, I mean, our backs are just phenomenal. Yeah, and, and not just the backs, but one thing I did like, when the game was a little bit tense in the first 20 minutes or so, what I did like was that the forwards weren't afraid to go do some pick and goes mm. and get some real hard yards mm. and get some great front football for the earn the right to yeah go earn the right and all that stuff. but they did yeah. you know and they were really affected around affected around those fringes so um, that was really really pleasing to mm. see and they seemed to go back to that at any point where they uh, were under a little bit of stress and under right. a little bit of Keep pressure and then they were able to always wrestle back momentum which mm. I thought was really really smart because when you're in a team with the likes of Woodridge and, and um, Ruby Tui and mm. and those sort of classy back that sort of classy back line your temptation is just to fling it out just wide straight, just yeah, 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 yeah. play number one give yeah. it to Woodman yeah she's... give it to Woodman and, but then fumble it on the way there mm. or something and do something silly or just do it when it's really she not is on. pretty incredible <laughs> holy shit <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think she's in her I early thirties, so this may be the last time you see her at a World Cup, so I guess it's a it's a good thing you're seeing her doing what she's doing because Yes, it's, I mean, because she she's been Well how many World Cups has she won? Is she would this be her third or I don't know. Stats. Imagine if I said that to you. How how many uh, Rich, how many World Cups has Richie McCall won? You know I guess well that's the difference, isn't it? It's, we don't it doesn't get the profile that yep. the other game does. But you know what's exciting for me? I watched when I watched the English and the Fijians were able to expose us a little bit the week before. Mm. When you're able to play, you know, run it because the black fans were still running it from mm. anywhere with tremendous skill. When you throw that at them, when you throw tremendous skill at them, they do have frailties, and mm. the and the Kiwis look like that they have a game that will mm. be very troubling for them if they just want to take it to them and play, not play, you know, Northern Hemisphere rugby, play right. Kiwi rugby. That it, I I. I Am I crazy? I think we've got a, I think we've got a chance. I think we can do this, ladies. We can do it. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's a great reaction. What? what was that? Was that my battery? Oh, I think so. I charged it today. Okay, something very unfortunate just happened. Then Tony said that the black ferns were a genuine chance. Genuine chance. And the camera died. It did, and I said, "I said some." You just watched it. You know what I said. Uh, but as it happened, it just it made actually like a real like <laughs> sad sound, sad sound of death, basically. Yep. And it turns out I had charged my camera today, but I didn't actually plug the charger into the wall, which is uh, doesn't work as well that way. No, it's it's tough. It's it's tough just trying to willpower into it. Yep. Mm. Oh well. Uh, who else played? Australia beat Scotland. Mm. Two pointer. Poor old Scots. I oh, know that's two heartbreakers. Shite being Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> but they came back into it. No, they were. They were here. They were right. twelve um, points. I did the. I think they had a cardinal sin in that game. Actually, I was really enjoying it. Yeah. I was enjoying it. I was like, this is great. I'm in rugby mood right now, and 
But then I just got out my phone and then just started scrolling through Twitter as you, you do, do because I can. I have to look at eighteen screens while I'm doing anything these For days. Sure. Is it just me, or when you need to take a shit, do you? <laughs> You have to get your phone? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Whenever I need to take a shit, I go, oh man, I need to take a shit. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Make you think twice next time someone's like, can you pass me my phone? (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Nah, buddy. You get that yourself. I know where it's going. I know where it's going. Because everybody's toilet is their their bathroom pal. That's right. right. Anyway, uh, so I was scrolling through Twitter and I was enjoying it. It was like one of the many stoppages our beautiful game gives us. And then I see fourteen twelve, and I'm like, "What happened?" Ah, yeah. But then I'm just like, "Oh, that would have been good to watch," is what I was thinking. And then yeah. I thought, oh, "I'll try and watch." But as soon as you know the result, something just goes from it, and then so I kind of just sort of skipped ahead a bit right. and, and watched the last ten minutes, which was mm. pretty heartbreaking for um, for the Scots, for our Scottish friends. Yeah, two two hard two games that could have won, and then they won those two games. They're basically in it, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, most of the teams. I think all the teams who are two and zero are um are through. So they yeah. yeah the Scots. Sad. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Scotland, because they're not gonna. They're, yeah, well, they're not gonna beat the all. Well, they could beat no, the, the Blackfords, but even if they do pull out some sort of miraculous victory in that game, that's may not be enough. Eh? I think it'll no, be they good. can't. It can't be enough because they would have got one, and either Australia or Wales would be getting two this weekend. Right. True. Even if they get some sort of draw. USA beat Japan. Got a lot of things to say about that game. It was to and fro. It was a game. Three, three lead changes. I only watched the highlights of it, admittedly. Yes. <clears throat> I watched parts of it, but I right. can't really recollect much from it. I remember the American hooker got a, a pretty long distance try. She went 20 plus meters. Yeah. And uh, the Japanese winger scored a one at the death. The, the weak kind of shit. They just looked run. bigger than them out there. Mm. The, the, these Japanese girls look like real Japanese girls. They're, they're, they're not big, are they? They had did some, you, they had a nice set play for their first try. They had a nice kind of sneaky lineup move. I think it was the halfback that went over. But it's like kind of one play to your strengths, right? Don't try to brutalize them. Use a yeah. bit of mouse. Yeah, absolutely. They can just get a little bit more agile, a bit quicker around the pack if they can play real Japanese rugby, which is mm. what I think they're trying to play. Fast, yeah, and like that can, show a bit of ingenuity. That's, that's good. But have you noticed? Did you have you noticed the whole like? Headgear that's super yeah, low, like yeah. it looks. That's what it looks like to me. Whenever I see them play, they I did quite... see a picture, guys. I was looking, um, I was looking for information about the players, and I was looking through the profiles of that Japanese winger who scored, and she was wearing headgear. And then I saw her picture. No, her profile picture had no headgear during the game. She had headgear, and I was like, all right. oh, her face looks a bit different when it's all kind of oh, squished up in the headgear. Seems... But I mean, that's men's players is the same. Sometimes yeah, you see a guy like yeah, exactly. crap, who's that guy? Yeah, I always felt that was Steve Renouf. Renouf. He's a great Aboriginal rugby league player. Oh. Yeah, fantastic for the Broncos and the Kiwis. Oh, the Kiwis. Broncos and the um, Aussies. And, uh, yeah, great uh, great Queenslander. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always wore headgear? Always wore headgear. He was a fantastic player. One of the superstars, but then could walk down the road and people were like... Oh, no, no, no. Looks vaguely familiar. Okay. Yeah, he's got a face. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Who else played? The Canadians are 2-0 with their victory over Italy. That was another one of the games that... that, They made that... For one of the teams that people are kind of fancying, they made it relatively hard work. Mm. The the Italians were definitely in that. They scored first, didn't they? Yeah, the Italians scored first like within like 30 seconds and their fullback got a try. But I think the Canadians just dominated possession. They made the Italians do a lot of defensive work and they got a good maul. Yeah. The Canadians have got a genuinely good maul, which is just such a weapon. It's often the difference... I mean, it's hard with the women's game when you've got some teams which are pro, some teams which are amateur. I know the Canadians are still amateur, but 
They're more like a pro team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they look like they're doing very well with the resources they have, haven't mm. they? Because, yeah, they could, they could make a semi, eh? I heard that we're on a collision course for France. Okay. Basically. So if France comes second... Well, we... France's defense in that game up against what we saw from the Black Ferns attack would be pretty tasty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... But England didn't really... I mean... I wasn't we'll overwhelmed with either. either England's, England's attack, I felt, looked a bit pedestrian compared yeah. to what we know they can do. I mean, maybe they're... Some people suggest they're keeping their powder think... dry for the, yeah. uh, for the knockout stages. I don't know. Like, the World Cups are funny things. And we know when you go in as a favourite... You know, it can get the, the, funny, the, the pressure, eh? The yeah. pressure can get too much here, and you play too much within yeah. your structures, yeah. and you end up sort of just not playing enough rugby. Yeah. Like we saw it with the All Blacks in two, that was pretty much what the All Blacks mm. did in 2007. So. Right. It was interesting reading some of the comments from like respected rugby journos and whatnot about that, saying, some people were saying, oh, great attack meets great defense, and they kind of cancel each other out. Whereas I think I saw an article from New Zealand, which is basically like, to England not have a plan B? I actually blamed your stream for my oh, take on that game. Right. Because it, I was in your stream and I was saying, boring, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> and you were like, this is just, you were, I think at one point you actually got a hammer and just started smacking yourself in the nuts. Yeah, like. They, must have blocked uh, that one yeah. out with all the alcohol. Yeah, it must have been. Like, and and I think some of the comments were like, oh, geez, whatever, this one will get going. And then I walked away from it going, and admittedly I spent most of my time going, funny dip joke, come on with a funny dip joke. <laughs> and so maybe I wasn't paying full attention. Right. And then I, um. Yeah, we went on Twitter and read some stuff and people were like, yeah. Intensity was great. And they were like, oh, I woke yeah. up dreaming about that, the French defense. And yeah, I was yeah. like, what did, did you? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. Know. Sometimes you just see yourself having a different take on things. Well, from, they, again, maybe else. if you're invested. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Yeah. If, you're, if you were English or French, that game finishes on a knife edge. Like I said, France, one strike, managed to get it. England kept as quiet as the French defense, you know, was, um, you know. Yeah. Strangling them, so. Strangling. But I mean, I've watched. I remember a game from 2018 between Wales and Australia, which was nine six, not a single try, and I loved that game. Yeah, it was a masterclass, like David Pocock and Justin Tipperick, just defensive masterclass. I loved it, so yeah, I am quite capable of watching. I don't really remember it. Like when I think, oh, that was a great defensive performance, I'm thinking big hits. Right. Like if I'm thinking, okay, it was a great defensive, maybe like, with defense, you just want to stop the damn player yeah. over and over and over and over and over again. But I don't remember um, with the, English, the French dropped a lot of ball, and the, the French, English dropped the, the a little French bit. French have well. dropped a lot of ball in both of their games, mm. like and the kicking was I thought, but I don't know a lot of this a lot of aimless, yeah. aimless kicking I thought, and uh, yeah, there wasn't really a lot of anything going on that makes you go ooh wow. Mm. And with the and it just seemed like to me the game I know the English had the um, the ball most of the time, but they didn't seem seem to spend a lot of time inside the twenty two. I don't know, do you have the stats? No. We don't have the stats. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just a game of rugby. Yeah, it We're just being negative pricks, and it was actually a Titanic clash. What a game. That would be the game that we look back on that really changed just, the face of women's New, rugby New Zealand, forever. New Zealanders only like tries. F*** yeah, we do. Useless. Because tries are the shit. And the, uh, speaking of some amazing tries, those... You know, I'm backing them, even though we had that terrible omen with the camera. 
Um, I'm black. I'm I'm back in, back the, black in the black ferns. ferns. Uh, yeah, I'm back in the black ferns. They some of their tries that they scored. That try that um, Ruby Tui's got that got oh, scored Woodman, at the end. That was set yeah. up by Wo- uh, Woodridge. Wood, Woodman. Was she Woodman? Sorry, was she stepped two players like beautiful, beautiful. Ah, yeah. left left foot steps and then just fling it out, fling yeah. it out to Ruby. That was that was fantastic. Yeah. that's highlight real rugby. Shit. Yeah. Champagne. Champagne. Champagne rugby there. And there were lots of little moments like that. And mm. I think if they can just continue to build on that, and because I think maybe this whole idea of going in not being the favourites mm. just has given them a bit of a licence to just to, to, play. to express. <coughs> Go a Fijiana mm. on it. You know, like, beautiful stuff. I think the final round, which is obviously going to decide how the knockout stages look, is it's largely looking relatively predictable like the black ferns should win france and england should win canada's got the usa which could be pretty tasty and australia got wales which should be tasty but i think most of the games are looking so which are the ones that actually are deciding the spots so australia wales is that's 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 my game that i'm and then i think the u.s probably need to beat canada because they've got one win one loss because they lost to the italians and the italians should be canada is canada is qualified then yeah because they're two from two yeah right. Yeah. Okay. Canada's qualified. The French, uh, who are they got? Fiji. And no no oh yeah they do and they, you know what's crazy though, I actually kind of like the sound of that game because if that Fiji team that played for the first forty minutes against, um, England uh, against England turn up, and then they can play that for eighty minutes, who knows? Shit can happen, you know. France, with how much drop ball they've had, mm. they could, you know, they could trip up. They lost, and they in twenty eleven in the game, different, different um, sex, different gender. I don't even know how to phrase any of that anymore. Um, <laughs> You're in trouble one way or the other. Exactly. They lost to Tonga yeah, in the pool stages, the and they made the World Cup final. Mm. You know, I, I would love to see Fiji get up for that. Just go crazy blitz, Fijiana, incredible. Wild rugby, just when in doubt, give it to that towering unit. And like, yeah, shit, amazing stuff could happen. Who knows? But then they could also get pumped by 70 points. That's true. Hang the on. French do have a pretty good attack when they unleash, I haven't seen it but we yet. haven't seen it. Not really. We saw it a little bit at the end of that um, yeah. game against South Africa, but anyway. But that's that's the French. They'll probably look like crap and all the way up until they knock New Zealand out of it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that, that would be about right, wouldn't it? a knockout game. So that's the Women's World Cup. It's going good. It is. It is. It's going good. It's been great rugby, as I said last week. If you're not watching it, start watching it. It's great. I should say, though. Say it. World rugby. Yeah, we love to give shit to world rugby. I love you guys. They're, they're pretty slack at getting the fucking highlights up. Yeah. Like, I wanted to have a look at the highlights of the games that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. When I was looking, when I got up this morning, and the Sunday games highlights are still not up, or well, at least this morning. That wouldn't be the case time. with the men's, would it? No, the men's ones are up within an hour. Yeah. From the finish of the game. Hmm. Come on, World Rugby, mm. get it together. I thought you cared about women's sport, bastards. Uh yeah, and you've also mentioned we talked about this. I don't know if it was on your off here, but this whole problem around calling it the 2021 World Cup. Yeah. Um, it's not particularly suitable. No, you know, it's not intuitive to find. If you find. type in rugby and the results around the this current World Cup, it's people are searching for Rugby World Cup 2022. Wonder why that might be. Yeah, because it's happening. And also, people are searching Women's Rugby World Cup. Can't we? 
I don't think we're ever going to forget the fact there was this massive pandemic, right? Uh, you know, that changed everybody's life in a relatively dramatic way for a fairly long period of time. I think people will be able to get over the confusion of looking back in the history books going, oh, that one has five years. That one's a year off. It's like when you look back and you're seeing like, hey, what happened with some trophy from 1939 to 1945? They weren't competing. We're not like, I demand answers. They were fighting Nazis. (laughs) It wouldn't be stupid like in 1946 when they finally got tournaments back on, they called everything the 1938 Women's Rugby World Cup. Yeah, I know. It just seems... Just why don't you just call it like 2022? Like 2022 and like we were talking about this before this whole idea of uh, you know the 2021 rugby world cup and itself you've looked up the search terms the search term everyone's looking for is women's world cup or 2022 yeah basically whatever it's not being called is what people are looking for yeah 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 and you might say hey that's wildly sexist they don't call the men's world cup sorry sorry it's all right it's joining us for fun there we go um they call the men's world cup the world cup Uh, well Call it the Men's World Cup. Yeah, I would be happy with that. Who gives a rat's ass? If, Just, if it's clearer. Exactly. <coughs> Just enable people to find it. You know, I used to work call at... It the, <coughs> call it the year it's in and who's playing. That's it. I used to work at the, the university here in Auckland. and they you have, used to work at the university. They, have, they, have a, they used to have this blurb mm-hmm. about resetting your password. And it would say, your password must be eight characters long. Right. I, was, yes. I just got back from overseas. I was working in the call center. And I was getting calls from people saying... I've made my password 20 characters long and it's still saying it's wrong. But it's like, no, it has to be exactly ah. eight characters long. Because when you hear eight characters long... I was immediately thinking... Oh, at, at least I've eight characters, a... right? And that's irritating. Then I've got yeah. to think of a specific word that's eight Yeah, eight long. characters long. But that's the same thing. It's Just like, you f- would give that feedback to the people who owned that page that says yeah. eight characters. And they'd be like, no, it's, it, that's clear. That, yeah. That's perfectly clear. Yeah, like, that's yeah, not the yeah. feedback I'm getting on the phones when people are saying can try 10 characters yeah, and it's still yeah, not working. Yeah, 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 They're yeah. not pleased when I say, no, it has to be exactly. Why don't you have the word exactly? <laughs> I feel like this is the same situation. It, like, is. it may be technically correct, but I feel like there's a more intuitive way to do it. Absolutely. And, you know, you've got to go, go with common sense and yeah. reason sometimes. Especially if you're a, a relatively casual rugby fan and you're just 100%. like, wait, there's a World Cup on this year? I wasn't yeah, like, that. Even just curiously, like, oh, I'd like to check out the Women's World Cup. Mm. You know, I'm not a bigot, but yeah. I, no women are playing in its World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Women's World Cup. Oh, yeah. mustn't be on. I can't find it anywhere. Well, I can find us this guy with a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> Bugger that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, other rugby. What's been going on? Uh, um, I told you. Can we can we just jump to one thing? I told oh, yes. you today I was going to give you a you fun good? fact about the Rugby League World Cup that's happening in the UK right now. Right. Just kicked off over the weekend. I won't go through any results. We won't talk about any of the games. Okay. But, you know, I'll, I'll talk about one game, actually. Okay. So I see, I tune in this morning's kickoff for the Kiwis versus Lebanon, of all teams. Is uh, Michael Checker involved with that? You fucking love my facts. Oh, really? So this is the thing. I turn it on, you know, I'm getting the toast ready for the girl, doing all the stuff. Um, and I see he's in the crowd singing the Lebanese national anthem. And I'm mm. like, oh, look at the guy. He is involved. Yeah, also he must be Lebanese and all that sort of thing. Right. I thought he, I thought he just was just over there. But he's part of the coaching staff, isn't he, or something? Well, yeah. And well, then I just think to myself, and they're holding on him for a long time. And right. I'm thinking to myself, oh, they're very interested in the fact he's there. <laughs> Bit of a celebrity there. And yeah. Walkshire, wherever the heck are they? Some of those northern towns. 
And uh, then all of a sudden I see that Matt King's sitting next to him. Matt King is a former rugby league great that played for New South Wales, Australia, okay. and the Melbourne Storm. Appropriate name there, yeah. King. Yeah, he was a very good player. Got into a great fight with Manu Vatavai once on the sidelines. Who won the fight? They're both towering units. Yeah. Um, Big, big boys. Isn't yeah. Manu Vatavai in prison? He is in prison. Okay. Sorry, Manu. Uh, the Beast. Um... Uh, yeah, so I was like, what the heck? And then they're like, he's the coach. He's not like, he's the head coach <laughs> of the Lebanese rugby and league team. And the Pumas team. in rugby union. And the Pumas in rugby union. And like, then the, after the game, he's doing post-match <laughs> exactly the same, all that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah, and uh, if New Zealand ever wanted to take a, a Sonny Bill William, RTS, anybody at the moment, the player that would want to do that to would be Joey Manu. Joey Manu, watch his highlights. Okay. Watch his highlights on that Lebanon game. Lebanon actually quite a good team, believe it or not, in rugby league. Okay, a lot of Australian-born Lebanese players. That's right, right. Yeah, some really, really good players in there. Right. We won 34-12. Okay. Just That's pretty relatively close. Yeah, for Lebanon. I had only heard about the Czech thing. The reason I knew that is because when he got appointed the Pumas coach, people were in the comments going, isn't he coaching the Lebanese league team? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. He is. He's legit coaching okay. the Lebanese rugby league team. Okay. Which is wild. Hmm. Yeah. This is why you read the comments on your YouTube channel because you will find out some pretty wild yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just I did no idea. I thought he was just a and maybe someone of Lebanese descent. He was just like, having a, a gander. He's just like, oh well, I'm in the UK. Might as well go along. But yeah, there he was. I wonder if he's coming because the Pumas. Oh, I guess those guys will still be with their clubs, but he'll be getting ready for some I don't November think, games. I think the Lebanese <laughs> don't exactly get together very much, and they're basically right. just made up of Australian players who play a bit of first grade, maybe a bit of reserve grade, okay. and actually a, f- a couple of actually very good players. They've okay. got um, Moses and... Um, yeah. You could just say Smith <laughs> and Jones. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, wank, wank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that that was my fun fact. Good. There we go. Well, maybe I spoiled it for you. Maybe, yeah, I know. As soon as I said it, you're like, "Doesn't he?" I'm like, I had it all planned out. Yeah. Well. Any other rugby that happened in the weekend? Uh, I watched some URC. I watched, I watched Munster, which is your team. Yes. Munster, we, who've been a bit average this season. They but we got up, didn't we? Beat the Bulls and bullied them up front. The Bulls seem to be Two one of those. Two weeks they've been bullied. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to be one of those teams at the moment where it's like, at home, we're the business, and away, we're kind of shit. Flat track bullies, yeah? Isn't flat track bullies when you play on someone who's weak, you smash them, and then when you play good teams? Uh, flat I'm tra- probably not the guy to ask about this. Flat track is it's a cricket reference. It's a cricket it? reference, and it basically <clears throat> means that you play at home, you get... Oh, because your groundsman does the ground the way you yeah, like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that where that yeah, term yeah. comes from? Well, as far as I'm aware, but there'll be something going, actually... Well, I, I was using Purple Patch the wrong way for a long time until the YouTube comments corrected. Yeah, how are you I, using Purple Patch? I used to think Purple Patch was bad. Oh, you're not. Oh, mate. Yeah. I'd say to my mates, I'd be like, tell you what, this week, oh, this month, picked up three ladies. <laughs> Real Purple Patch. Real Purple Patch. Yeah, the, you know, none of them have been fully functional. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I thought that was bad. Purple Patch doesn't sound that great. Yeah. Why is purple? I mean, it's I mean, why is it good, but why is it bad? It's neither. It's just a color. Purple's great. It's a great color. Barney's purple. Purple haze. Uh, what are the good things of purple? Deep purple. Deep purple. Absolutely. Um, the color purple. The color purple. The movie. Exactly. Yeah, that that's a great movie. 
Purple is a good colour. Yeah, I like it. So with my missiles purple, you know. <laughs> I think the Byzantines, didn't they do purple? Like the emperors used to wear purple? Uh, just talking bollocks now, I don't know. I'm stretching I my think purple it's an, knowledge. It's like a colour in Advent as well. Like one of the, the uh, one of the um, colours is, per- it's a Catholic thing. Okay. There's purple and this gold content. This is some great stuff. <laughs> this will this definitely stay. <laughs> Ospreys in the driving rain. Apparently it rains in Wales. Uh, they beat the Stormers. And the Stormers, despite their name, didn't play as well as they could in stormy weather. No, they definitely didn't. And you know, I really wasn't even that impressed with the Ospreys. <laughs> they were the f- I was thinking of them. I was like, going, I was watching them play and I was like, you know how you want to play front foot rugby? And I was like, they... Like, so many players were just taking the ball off the ruck and just completely flat foot. And they just, for no reason, just stationary. They play flat foot rugby. Not front foot rugby, flat foot rugby. And I was like, what the? It's like, an interesting tactic. <laughs> we're trying to lure them I into a false sense of security. I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah, so that was a very, yeah, not wildly inspiring for either of them Keelan really, Giles but... is good he's their winger yes he, he's explosive yeah yeah he looked very very good and they kept on freaking having an orgasm every time he touched the ball Keenan Giles <laughs> <laughs> and they yep. got George North on the other wing didn't they yeah he looked yeah. to have been injured early on and I was like for god's no. sake no George no but he was alright you're an Ospreys man or is it yeah, I know no, you just, got the jacket just have an Ospreys jacket you got, a, you got an everything everything there don't you jackets I'm actually relatively limited yeah. <sighs> Dumphy send the man some jackets <laughs> Don't have a Leinster jacket, just saying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Leinster got a win. I think most of the big teams got, got wins, wins, although um, Ulster went down to South Africa and got a win against the resurgent Lions side. So. I'm, I'm more interested at the bottom of the table. Because Zebra's winless. Zebra's are winless. They played Scarlets, who were also winless. This is what I'm saying. If you want to if you want to snap a losing streak, you need to play Benetton, or you need to play Benetton's Zebra's. Benetton's been all right. Benetton, I think, like, three wins, two losses. They've oh. been okay. Zebra is none. Why did five. I think Benetton sucked the balls? Because they sucked last year. All right, okay. Well, they and got, they did get a hiding, and they got towed up by Edinburgh, didn't they? Edinburgh looked bloody good. Yeah, which is weird because they were rubbish last week. One of my players, my favorite players in all the hemisphere, is Van der Meer. He's just switched clubs because Worcester went broke, and his oh. former club Edinburgh was like, "Come back," and he was like, "Okay." Yeah, well, you gonna <laughs> pay me? I'll come back. Basically, he's he's. He's, He's a unit. He's another one of those guys who who runs too fast for a man his build. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he doesn't look like he should be able to move that fast. He's like a bumblebee. The physics just don't <laughs> doesn't make sense. Make sense. Make Your sense. brain can't really compute <laughs> it when it sees what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but he looks like a quality, quality internationally, like world-class yeah. player, doesn't he? Yeah. And on the other one, you got Darcy Graham, who's like the opposite build, who's just incredibly nimble and he's been scoring tries for fun. Yeah, I, I, they've... They were, had three losses on a truck coming into this game, didn't they? Or something like that. Two well, at losses. least a couple. They lost yeah. last week, yeah. So they needed to turn They needed around. to bounce back and they sure did. So. Yeah, they did. And they looked... I didn't see why they... I couldn't believe the Ospreys won. Mm. And I oh, they drew. All right. I couldn't believe that was the result. And I couldn't believe the fact that um, Edinburgh hadn't had such a good season because they mm. looked like one of the they best teams mm. that I'd seen in the URC so far. And I'm very experienced in the URC. Well, it's only in its second season, so nobody's really that experienced. Well, I'm, I'm particularly experienced. What is going to be interesting with the URC this season is that they've also got the European club competition. Now, all the European teams have always had that, so you yeah. like your competition takes the a break, 
and you go to Europe and you play the French so the teams and the English cup, teams. Yeah. Heineken Cup, basically. Yeah. I think it's called the Champions Cup now. Nah, right. But another one of those ones, if you search it, Heineken Cup is still really high in the search results. And but Heineken sponsored the Champions League. I think they also sponsored the Champions Cup. I'm not sure if they're still a current sponsor. I know they were for a while. Okay. But anyway, mm. uh, the South African teams last year were able to focus solely on the URC and won the bloody thing. Mm. But now they've got that issue of having to compete in multiple competitions as well. You've got to kind of spread your players out. Because that's yeah. one thing about the URC and what it used to be was the Pro 14. Sometimes I would tune in one week and go, right, Leinster, let's watch Johnny Sexton and all these Irish internationals. I'd be like, who the fuck are yeah, these guys? I have no like, idea. Because they would just send their B team to just Italy. A, just a bunch of third stringers, basically. And their young. third stringers would still probably win. But you know what I mean? It was one of those ones because they were saving their players for the next week. So how the South African team we don't handled have that, that in, we don't have Super that Rugby is... Just that's, that's the sole focus yeah. that's it you know we don't actually have anything greater than that I'd like to see it you know I that's the one thing that I would really like to see that's I, I don't know they're never going to work it out probably mm. is how they actually have a global club club mm. competition like I want to see Leinster play the Crusaders yeah. like, you know I want to see the Blues play um, Zebra yeah yeah like that <laughs> you know like those those would be great games you yeah. know and show them I think that they've been talking about it for years no, someone at World Rugby I don't, think, I don't think they're actually going to get their shit together though, it's just so many private clubs yeah they can't agree on the global calendar thing no. but I mean the calendar is better than what it used to be yeah yeah well they've managed to make it work for these South African teams even though the fact that it's not a great season is it no it's a reversal of seasons so yeah it's we would never have done that would I we? don't think so it's just the travel the travel factor is too great with New Zealand, Zealand to yeah. play like a ro- round robin like even Australia is three hours away yeah it's a bugger getting to Australia. Well, not yeah. a bugger, but it's... it's and even a, like staying up... My dad, who's a rugby diehard, albeit he's he's getting on. He's in the 70s. He won't stay up to watch games that are played in Australia because they played in Australia at like right, seven something yeah, at night. It's yeah. like 10 over here. Does he wake up in the morning and pretend... He'll, 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 he'll watch it. I mean, he, he might... Know, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't care if it, he knows the result. He'll still watch it. All right. But um, yeah, he doesn't stay up till midnight watching the games. Will he watch a game that he knows the All Blacks have lost? Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll he's, go back and watch it again. He's a masochist. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. If I if I, I usually if I have to go to a party or something or I'm doing something else, I just try to avoid the result. But ultimately, he'll get spoiled or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I, I just can't watch it. I can't even watch the highlights. Like, can't bring yourself to do it. No, I just just I just care too much. I'm all heart. You care about the Wallabies? Uh, not a huge amount. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. I. They're a weird team because I've always, when in the nineties and early two thousands, it's like just crush them. I hated them. Yeah, because they used to get out these these heartbreaking wins against yeah. us, and they four more years. Yeah, four more years. George Gregan getting us. They beat us in the ninety one World Cup. Beat us in the ninety nine World Cup. Yeah. And had a, some. Pre, it was pretty fifty fifty in terms of the bladders low. Yeah. But the relationship has gone from crush them to be gone. You know how, like, your little brother, you know, you don't have a little brother. I have an older brother. You have an older brother, but there'll be times where... I was the one doing that today. You'd have, like, such... You'd give them such a pounding, and and then... But then they'd stay down a little too long. You'd be like, hey, hey, are you, um... You're right. You're right. You're right. Come on. Need me to get mum? Yeah, exactly. You okay? Can you see? You know, and it's kind of like that. It's like, I know they've got some bloody good players, and I think they're, they're capable of beating bloody anyone on their day, but just the whole... Um, landscape in terms of the Australian game, in terms of the fans, in terms of the players coming through, it's all on the down, like, and it has been on the down for ages. So, 
they were just a little bit of a worry because I think for it's self interested at the end of the day because I think for all black rugby to be strong we need strong Aussie rugby we team. need a really really strong rival just across the ditch. Their club game seems to get massive fan turnouts. I don't I don't get it. Like, when I've gone to the club games over here, it's pretty dead because it's got so much more history to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's that um, local rivalry, it's genuine feeling. Yeah, like but Randwick super rugby, plays yeah, yeah, whoever, yeah. you know. And you'll see super rugby, and it's a bit mm, less than ten thousand people kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, but well, I was what I was trying to get onto was well, the, um, the squad. The squad, yeah, because I mean the big news, I guess, is Michael Hooper is back. Back, finally. Good on. I you. mean, yeah, good to see he's back. Yeah, uh, he's not captain. He's not captain. Slipper's still captain. Mm, right. Well, let's just see how that that goes. Like, I wonder if it's like it's. I'm. This thing has probably happened before, but we've just never known about it. Mm. Like somebody. He's had mental health issues and they've just was gone. He's like, was it Dixon who was like well, Liam Dixon? Uh, did he have mental health issues? Yeah, he with the last World Cup, he yeah. kind of pulled out of the squad. Said he wasn't. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he said yeah. he wasn't going to be available, and then he kind of went to Steve Hansen and said, "Look, if you guys get injuries, then I'll make myself available." Yeah. But they didn't end up calling him up. Yeah, right. Well, even like back in the day. Brad Thorne said no to an all-black jersey. Like, the first time he ever got selected. Really? Yeah, he had, hadn't been in the game for that long because he came across from the Broncos. Yeah. Pardon me. Um, and he said something along the lines was he didn't think he deserved it. You know, mm. he didn't know why, you know, and he turned it down, but then went on to become incredible all-black. Mm. So, but I still think there's probably not a lot gone on in the background where yeah. they've, they've said you know somebody's really struggling as people do with their mental health yeah. you know and also in this environment where you're so on show and it's so public and, and he's so the captain he's the one having to front every oh, game well, and press so, conferences it's, gotta, stuff. it's gotta get to people mm. like and but I think there'd be a lot of times that they're just going oh yeah he's got a you know quad strain or he's yeah, yeah, you know yeah. he's pulled a groin so you reckon hoops or other players in the past have been kind of pulled out if they're not 100% right but they've never really been so open about no, it no and I think that's what needs to be applauded from this yeah. whole Hooper situation the fact that you know the more that we actually talk about it as a society and say that and acknowledge it and even people in the public eye doing it like that takes enormous bravery mm. to be able to do that and it actually just enables other men and other people in, in sort of roles that would be deemed that this they wouldn't be able to previously acknowledge it and actually do themselves some real damage mm. you know and the damage that comes from that sort of stuff can be fatal mm, sadly exactly so the fact he's actually come out and well not come out but just it's been acknowledged they've yeah. talked about it uh, it's pretty amazing yeah, it's pretty sure. amazing stuff and i think they'll go back and he'll go down as a bit of a pioneer for this you know for his, similar for to what i guess we've got jk over here the way he talks yeah. about it as yeah, yeah, as he, does. Yeah, yeah. he never talked about it when he was a player but he talked about it certainly a lot after his career yeah in his book um all blacks don't cry he talked about the fact he had panic attacks on the field that's crazy you know, yeah. that's that's absolutely bananas yeah so you know good on him but and, and look so despite all the you know mental health stuff he's a hell of a player yeah and there's so many times when i felt really sorry for him because you've just watched the wallabies maybe play a bit shit they've been beaten he's played out of his skin and he's having to give an interview like what do you think we're wrong here and you you feel like he just wants to say i'm playing with a bunch of losers (laughs) if they were all as good as me then we'd be good as gold yeah and he busts his ass yeah 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 you know yeah and he was like well if i yeah basically if Basically, if the standard was higher of the of the average yeah. player, we'd be in a better situation. But yeah, uh, yeah. and but he's back, he's which is back. great news. And hopefully, he's enjoying his rugby. That's the main. Who's thing. out? 
Uh, I mean, the main, there's a few guys that have been injured, like Big Pone Fatamosili is one of my favorite props because yeah. he just loves a big ball carry. Yeah. Got injured on the Aussie A tour. There's still guys like your guy, um, Rob Liotta, Lucy, uh, he's still injured. Um, but I mean, in yeah. terms of just selections, I think Harry Wilson, the number eight, he's been kind of snubbed. Um, and then Suliasi oh, Vunivalu, um, who you may be able to give me more insights into as a league player. He's, he's a great league player, just a he's phenomenal kind of, athlete. I keep comparing him with RTS because they both came over to Rugby Union at about the same time. Yeah. They both had, I don't know about Suliasi, but I know relatively successful league careers. Yeah. I mean, well, RTS is a massive name over here in NZ. He's not, as big, as, he's not as big as RTS. In but terms he's, he's younger, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure what his age is, but he was... Didn't have as long a career. He didn't like the Delhi M or anything. Right. The Delhi M is the big well, award, the right. player of the like year, of the year kind of thing. for the whole league. Um, he's just a very, very another very, just a good, very good um, flying Fijian winger. That right. The the club he came from seems to produce quite often. Okay. Came from the same club, Melbourne Storm. That's, okay. So Corbetti used to be there, right? Corbetti, um, Israel Falau used to be there. Like, oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm. they've got that's. Uh, old Bellamy, Bellier. It's a bit of a factory yeah, he, uh, production he, line. He gets them. Okay. And he's uh, just a flyer, fantastic in the air. But, but he can't quite crack it with the Wallabies just yet. He's not really set the world alight, but I mean, he's had injuries yeah. and he's had a, a bit like RTS, he's had a disruptive crossover. I don't, I never, he was never a superstar in the game of league. Okay. He's a very good player, but like, um, not RTS. RTS okay. is legit. Like the best player in the yeah, NRL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he got, Deli, he got Deli in one year, which is a massive achievement. Yeah. When you think of like the when he's playing for the Warriors as well, right? Yeah, well, he's playing for the Warriors. So like, if there's so much you can talk about in terms of league about the standard of league, but mm. the standard of Australian league is much higher than the standard of Australian rugby. Right. In terms of the average athlete in the Wallabies versus the Kangaroos, yeah. the Kangaroos have the far better athlete. Right. Well, there's the, just so many more teams as well, right? It's just yeah. a much bigger game. Like, there's a, only, there's only five game. super rugby teams in Australia, yeah. whereas how many NRL teams are there? Like? A lot. And there's a ton in Sydney. You know, yeah. like... And it's... It's a bit... It's as a league fan, I love it. I love to see all those things. But you think to yourself, man, how this good? This guy was playing Union. How good? Yeah. How good would Australia be? And like, and they almost got like back in the day, they almost got Andrew Johns. Have you heard that name yeah, before, yeah, Andrew yeah. Johns? Even I know him. So yeah, but they do. They have caught a few of the big guys right. and brought them over. So I don't know. It's um, yeah, it's it's a shame. But I don't think. Vinovalo just is one of those guys that you look at and you're like, he looks like a freak. Right. He smells like a freak. Go play like a freak. Right, and he can do a little bit of freak. But he's shit. not been able to quite crack it. No. Um, Will Skelton is back, the big yeah. behemoth of a man. He's a bit of a weird one in that, like, he was always pretty good when he was based in the Tars. Yeah. And then he went over to the UK and lost a bit of weight mm. and seemed to get a bit more mongrel about him. Like, they, like someone said to him, well, Hey, to Will, do you know you're a big fucking human? Like just, just go, just go bananas. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. finally realized, oh wait, I can just. He realized how big he actually yeah. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, he lost a little bit of weight though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was looking a lot leaner, especially when he was at Saracens. Yeah, right. Uh, he's looking pretty big uh, over in France now. So. How is he? But he's not play? played that well the last couple of times he's played for the Wallabies. This is is this going to be a little bit of a? They've had a hard year so far. The Wallabies. Mm. A lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. They had. A decent England side at home. They didn't have a particularly one good victory against South Africa. Mm. Um, Australia A, how have they gone? They won two out of three against Japan. And then they played pretty well in the Pacific Nations Cup. So, 
Yeah. This could be a tough tour for them. Yeah, they've got France, tour. they've got Ireland. Like even yeah. I don't even like playing Scotland. Scotland away is their first one. I mean, Scotland will be out, be without like Finn Russell and the overseas based guys. But still, I, think, I still think Scotland are a team, team on the up. Mm. I really do. I think that they could cause them some headaches. And okay, let's say that this tour goes to absolute custard for the Aussies. They shit the bed totally. They get one win away, right? Or even no wins. What do they do with Rennie? You can't sack him. Do you know second when he gets no wins in a Northern Northern Hemisphere tour? It's basically, if he gets no wins, you're basically just saying, okay, we're not going to win a World Cup next year. So you might as well give somebody else a crack. Who do you give a crack? I don't know, some Aussie bloke. Uh, Dan McKellar, the former yeah. Brumbies coach. Yeah, I like the look Brad of Thorne. Brad Thorne seems to rub some players up the wrong way. Yeah, I couldn't... If, say, if he yelled at me, mm. I couldn't help but be like, can I lozenge? Would you, <laughs> know? <laughs> you know, like... Oh, I can't have that. The job, you know, that, that voice. He's you got know? a bit of a raspy voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a league thing, actually, for whatever reason. Is that right? I don't know what... Him, Darren Lockyer, and Stephen Price. Oh, they all speak the same uh, way, don't they? They don't have no voice. It's gone. <laughs> and they sound like they've been... Smoking a pack of Dunhills for 20 years. Yeah, maybe they have. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't think he would have achieved what he achieved. Three very good players there. Mm. Do you know those names? Yeah, Steve Price runs a supermarket, I think, up in Northland now. He does. Yeah, he's, he's like a very friendly guy. And Darren Lockie, you know who he is? Yeah, I've seen him. Isn't he the coach of one of the Origin teams, or was he coach of one of them? Well, no, I don't think he was ever coach. Billy Slater is the coach oh, okay. of Queensland right now. Right. But he's very... I good. know he's got a yeah pretty horrendous voice. Yeah. But he does. He's got a horrendous voice. But after after his playing career, he went into broadcasting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good on him. Great player. Great player. Anyway, I'm always trying to shift the conversation into rugby league, which nobody really gives a shit about, do they? Some people do. The Aussie guys like it. Yeah. Well, I remember I did this. I did you know my top ten videos. I'm sorry, my recent was taking so long. Um, I did it on. Best fullbacks, and right. there are all these people going, hey, Why aren't there any leagueies in here? It should be Lockyer, Slater, da 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 da. Because it's a rugby yeah. video? Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> like, I didn't have any fullbacks from football or American football. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I think we discussed the squad there. We did. We really did. I mean, it's, it's largely the same, barring the guys who are up for injury. They've got a few uncapped guys in, but I mean, the biggest calls is Hooper back, it's Skelton's back. Your league convert Vunivalu is out, and Harry Wilson, one of the promising guys, is out. But and I, I feel like there's a lot of heat on Rennie as well. Mm. You know, be interesting to see how it all, how it all unfolds. Mm. Yeah, tough tour. Adi uh, Savia is going to Japan. Yes, just for yes. a sabbatical. I noticed like there was two. That's not a sabbatical. It's a, it's a, like no, no. So can we stop calling it a sabbatical? Because the sabbatical is I'm taking time off just to chill and do something. There has and, legit been a couple of different ways guys are doing it. Though. Some guys wait till the end of their contract, yeah. bugger off to Japan, come back to New Zealand, and then sign a new contract. Yeah. So they legit take a break. Whereas some guys are signed through to the future and then have a clause in that contract that they can take a season of super rugby off. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I, think, I think that's Artie's situation. I think he's genuinely contracted but has a sabbatical clause and he's going to exercise that clause Good after on. the World Cup but I, I think just the term sabbatical the men's like, World Cup 2023 just in case you the were confused after the men's World Cup in 2023 so in 2024 barring a worldwide pandemic 
unless we have the men's World Cup in 2023 and 2024, uh, he'll be playing. In, in Japan. What team's he playing for? I forget. Coca-Cola. Nope. Energizer. Nope. <laughs> Kawasaki. Nope. I don't think they have a team. <laughs> you know what's so bad? I was like, think of Japanese word you, words you know, and I said Energizer. <laughs> Could have gone with Suzuki, yeah, Toyota, no, big no, car no. brand. Energizer, that's Japanese ads. Oh, God. The red one. The red one. Oh, uh, yep. Oh. Itachi? No. I know which one it is. If you said the right one, I know I would know it. Nagasaki? No. Mm. Somebody, uh, one of Somebody tell us one in the comments. I'm so. sorry. Uh, it's one league I genuinely have never sat down to watch as the Japanese game? league one. Would you watch a final? I have seen single games before. I've seen w- the odd thing and I do the same thing. I'm like, that guy! And like, look, yeah. the T-backs playing for these guys. Yeah, all like, oh, it's Israel yeah, yeah. up against yeah. this guy. But yeah. I, and then I would see a bunch of the former Summerwolves guys as well, which was cool. I saw freaking, um, not Mark Ellis, the other Ellis. I was watching Andy Hull. Ellis. Andy Ellis. Ellis. Playing yeah. for New York. Passing to Nihimolna Scudder <laughs> to score a try yeah, in, the whole of... in front of freaking 16 people. Yeah. You know? Crazy times. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I loved it when the Summers were in Super Rugby because then I, I actually was starting to get a handle on, right, this guy is a hooker yeah. and the locks for the Japanese team. Because and... it's the entertaining style they have. Yeah, for sure. They're it's playing... a little... We, it's not Island Rugby, it's not New Zealand Rugby, but it's... It's really high tempo. It's high tempo. It's like high amazingly energy. pass, 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 yeah. pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just great to know that there's more than just that Northern Euro- European upfront yeah. style. Yeah, we're you know. literally not going to go. We don't want any set yeah. piece. We're just going to tap and keep you know, going. We don't we, want lineups and scrums. If we can expand the game, who knows what freaking, you know, you know what that Spanish flair would bring mm. to the game and all that sort of shit. Exactly. Oh, I want to know. I want to know, World Rugby. Tell me. Show me. Let's make it bigger. Mm. I think that's all the rugby. We did it. We covered all the rugby. We did. We had a good 10-minute camera break there we did but i feel like we got through that relatively quickly we did talk about um in your last live stream that people are saying no i think i said you said i was having you had troubles with your itv or some shit yes yeah yeah and i said oh you watch it in mind yeah do the spark do a uh for maybe the business end of the season we'll do a A semi or a final we should do a, a joint live it'll be on your channel but it'll be using your Spark account yes. at your house. Absolutely. It'll be on my couch. That's right. I'll just... Drinking your beer. And I'll be disinfecting... Using your power. I'll be disinfecting that couch. Very good for you. <laughs> just don't get a... Don't get one of those black light. <laughs> oh, wasps, by the way, were in administration. Uh, yes, no. Did, were they the this time last week? Or they, they, was actually... they were going into it last week and they, they, missed, and they, they, announced... they, they missed their game at the weekend. Oh. So there's two clubs down. That's a great club as well. Yeah, I know. Great it's brutal. Club. Warren Gatlin kind of made his name there, didn't he, originally? Yep. Yeah, that's good insight. I just forget that. He's followed rugby for a long time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, there's been a bunch of guys who've gone over and played at Wasserman before. Because before I ever watched European rugby, you'd watch and be like, oh. Was like, Martin uh, Johnson a, a Wasp player? I knew Delalio was. He was, was Yeah, Delalio was Wasp. Oh, yeah. So I think that was their big rivalry. But yeah. um, like in when like um like Piatel would go to Wasps or Fikitel yeah. was at Wasps, it was like oh yeah, yeah. Jimmy Goffith was at Wasps, you know. I think Jeffy Goffith's played for fucking everybody. <laughs> He's still playing. How yeah. could he not? Uh, well, great work. Yeah, 
Fantastic stuff. Do you have, has there been any more updates in your parents' matrimonial story? Or is no, it, we put that nothing. to bed now? Done. It's done. That was a good Well done, Dad. Picked up a classy broad there. Great stuff. Married her when she was 19 years old. Boom! And she stuck around. Stuck around. Against all odds, eh? Still there. Ah, good for her. Good for her. Good job, Mum. Good job. Get the patience of a saint. <laughs> this is Mum and Dad. That's fantastic. I love a happy day.